Good afternoon. Um, I wanted to just see, uh, by show of hands, who knows about the Arise Institute or, or heard about Arise? Oh, yeah, a good number of you. You probably have heard it through um, someone that you've maybe heard of, Pastor David Ashrick. Um, basically, we are, as Bill said, a, a ministry of the Central California Conference. We're a short-term evangelism training school. Uh, we run a few programs in the year. I basically have with me some former students. They just want to share quickly uh, just their experience. If you want any more information about um, our programs, we have a booth just outside the doors there. We'd love to talk to you. We run a 14-week program every fall in Sonora, California, and we also have a two-week program in the fall and also a three-week cross-training program um, in San Jose that we'll be running this year, uh, which is basically a condensed version of the program, and it will just teach you how to effectively, effectively give Bible studies on each one of the doctrines of our, of our church and how to share that with, with others. So I have with me uh, Ricky here, who is a Bible worker now in Visalia, and uh, he was a 2007 uh, grad. He's just going to share quickly his uh, experience. Well, uh, I was raised in the church, raised in the Adventist church, went through uh, kindergarten all the way to 12th grade, college, but uh, I followed the, the way of the world, what the world told me, and I found my, myself out in Las Vegas uh, as an entertainer, and out in Sin City, that's where the Lord got a hold of me, and through a, a series of events, he directed me to Arise, and there at Arise, I went there first because uh, I didn't think I had the knowledge to do what God wanted me to do. You know, I went through an Adventist education, and yet I felt like I didn't have the, the, the information, the knowledge, to, the know-how to go and reach people for Jesus Christ, and so at Arise, I was given the tools, the resources to do that, and I, I just remember uh, those first the first couple of days knocking doors and having doors slammed in my face when I asked them, do you want to take a religious survey? And they said, we don't want to have anything to do with you or your God. And they slammed that door. And, and I remember after about the 10th time they did, I was like, don't you have anything more you can say to me about that, you know? But when I got that first person uh, that, that said, yes, I would like to know more, man, it felt like uh, uh, Jesus had come. And, uh, and, and it was just so addicting. And now my life is to, to teach other people uh, about the joy of Jesus Christ and to, to get other people excited about that. And, and I always, when anybody asks me, what was your experience at Arise? I said, it's an experience that you have to experience yourself, that you need to go and, and go to Arise. If you, have, if you are in college, you don't know what your major is, Take, take a semester off, go to Arise, and, and, and be empowered with uh, what God wants you to do. Amen. Amen. Thanks, uh, we have Caitlin and Noemi. Maybe we want to come together. Uh, they're in the fall class that just finished. They're both um, members in Central California. Well, um, going to Arise, I found myself a part of a group of people that was so diverse, the most diverse group of people I'd ever been a part of, but it was the most unified group of people that I'd ever been a part of. It was such a blessing. And um, just like our brother that just talked, I wanted to... I wanted to feel equipped to share what I share the faith with other people, and I didn't know how to do that. And going to Arise, I feel that I am equipped with the knowledge to be able to share and go forth and tell people about Jesus. Um, something else is that, um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, there's just nothing more challenging and more exciting than sitting down with someone and being able to study the Bible with them. Amen. And, um, you get, that, you get that opportunity and that experience to learn and to give studies to people at Arise, and that was a huge blessing for me. My name's Naomi, and um, I was a teacher for the conference for about nine years, and um, I quit my job because I wanted to go into full-time ministry. And um, I chose Arise because 
Their mission, they said, was to empower, to equip, and to educate. And I felt like I was empowered to pick up my cross. I was um, educated to be a worker for God, and um, I was equipped to not be ashamed of the gospel. And um, when we were there, David told us that um, we are God's appointed agency for the salvation of men. And um, we are organized um, to do a service and our mission is to carry the gospel to the world. And that's all I want to do. And at Arise, that's what I learned. Um, the harvest is truly ready. And yes. the workers are few. And we just have to get together and spread this gospel for our go so that our Lord will come. So. Amen. Amen. Okay, and very, very quickly, we have uh, yeah, Gabriel and Eileen. They came to the, uh, the two-week Baba boot camp. So just share with quickly what you learned in the two weeks. Well, I could say a lot. <laughs> I'm a big talker. But anyways... Um, the Lord has blessed me and my wife to be able to go together. Um, this is a great thing for a family to be able to do together. And a little note on GLOW. Uh, we were able to do it, a little experience with GLOW at the same Arise Institute where we, where, where we at. And the, the Lord just blesses. He, he not only gave us the ability to learn, but more the willingness and the, and the courage to be able to go forward. I just want to say that um, the friendships that were established there in that two-week period, it's a short amount of time, but everybody's united, as it was said, um, to learn more about God's Word and how to go out and share it. And then after the two weeks were over, we still were able to keep in contact with quite a few people and um, share with each other the Bible studies that we've started in various areas and update each other and um, ask for specific prayers for the people that we're studying with, and um, it's an encouragement, and I think that, that God, that's what God wants us to do along with sharing the gospel is to be an encouragement to one another to strengthen that bond with God and with each other to get that word out to everyone. Amen. Awesome. Okay, and lastly, sorry, Bill, is uh, we have Lisa and Verna Santos who came to the three-week cross-training program in San Jose. Hi. Um, months after I got rebaptized. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to re renew my mind in knowing the truths again. And um, I also wanted to learn how to share it. And Verna was my sister, older sister. She's looking through internet of, of schools or training people, you know, places that train people. And she goes, why don't we just do this? And I go, well, we have nothing planned to do. We have free time. And, and um, it's not only going to put more tools in your bag to witness and to learn how to give Bible studies, it's also going to rejuvenate your spiritual growth and teach you how to have personal devotionals in the morning. And, and that's what really transformed us. And um, if you have time, this will be a blessing in your life. Hi, just really quick. I'm Verna. I was originally baptized in the church in 85, walked a life in the wilderness for 20 years. And God brought me back last year in January. Yes. And afterwards, yes, praise the Lord. Um, I finished the Arise Cross training last summer with my sister and um, several other individuals who we became very close with. And yes, it's very true. In an experience like this, you go there and you're thinking, oh, I want to learn how to give Bible studies. But actually, the Lord revealed to me why he converted me. Amen. And that is to go and convert others. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. So if you have any other questions, please come see us um, in the booth just outside those doors. Thanks. Praise God for these short-term training schools. We're going to hear from AFCO here in just a minute. Uh, right now, we have Heidi Bryant.
who is one of the head leaders of California Youth Rush. <clears throat> Can I uh, ask everybody who has done a Youth Rush summer literature evangelism program to stand, please? Even if it's been in the past. Well, that's nice. Now, stay standing. <clears throat> please, uh, any of the older folks who have ever done a summer of literature evangelism all summer long, please stand. Yes. All right. Nice. <clears throat> you, can, you can be seated. Why, this is Heidi. Heidi, why do we run Youth Rush programs? What are they, and, and what's the deal? All right. So, Youth Rush. There's lots of reasons why we do Youth Rush. Number one, I know personally in my own life, I would not be here as an Adventist Christian if it wasn't for this amazing ministry. Praise the Lord. God can reach our own hearts through ministry. Amen? Youth Rush is an extreme 10-week summer literature evangelism program. It's great for, for young people ages 16 and up, and it's a 10-week commitment, a uh, commitment to spending your life for God, reaching out to people, knocking on doors, dealing with rejection, all kinds of awesome things like that. We live together. We all, <laughs> I know, rejection's awesome, isn't it? Amen. <laughs> We, we live in the same church. We have dormitories. We have leaders within Sabbath school rooms. We have, um, we have meals together. We have worship every day. Uh, lots of singing, sharing of experiences. It's one of the most beautiful experiences in the world, just to experience that every day. Talk about spiritual growth. It's powerful. Um, youth Rush is something that anyone can get involved in, age 16 on and up. And it's really cool. We've had awesome experiences from this, um, this ministry. There was someone actually in Merced who bought a great controversy two years ago. And he read it through once, extremely convicted. He read it through a second time and went searching in Merced for an Adventist church. Once he found one, he ended up getting baptized. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's another one. My students were canvassing in Los Baños this summer. They were just knocking on doors. They run across this lady who said, oh, I've gotten all of your books before. She shows them like 10 books that she had gotten before. She says, yeah, I go to the Lisbono Seventh-day Adventist Church now. Just because she had read our books. I've, I've met so many people knocking on doors where they said, I was praying that someone would come to my door and you knocked on it. Not only does Youth Rush impact the people in the community, but praise the Lord, it impacts our own lives. As leaders, my life, every summer I've been called higher, and my students, we've had some, I have a quote here. Before last summer, one of my students said, I never read my Bible, but now I always get up and read it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Another student, it was worth the effort to do it, and I saw my faith and my surrendering to Jesus has gotten stronger and higher. Praise the Lord for that. Another student, I never picked up my Bible before, but I pick it up every morning. I learned how to feed myself spiritually. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Such a blessing. Uh, God has so many things in store for anyone um, who wants to get involved in Youth Rush. Such a blessing. So how much does this cost, Heidi? Um, it's free. Free? So, like, do they earn anything? <laughs> it's free to the student. Good question, Bill. So another thing that Youth Rush programs do, I always think about the ministry aspect. I'll just be straight up with you. I never really think about the money that's coming in. But you actually do earn money. Um, students can earn scholarships for school from 3000 up to whatever. You know, the sky is the limit. But that money can go to Adventist education. It can go to help pay your way through school. I actually paid my way through high school and college Amen. by doing canvassing. Amen. And so it's such a blessing if, if finances are tight, just 
reach out to the community, they reach out to you. <laughs> How do I find more information? All right, we have out there a booth, California Youth Rush booth, and there's brochures right there as well as you can check out our website. It's youthrushcentral.org. That's youthrushcentral.org. And everyone's welcome, so please check out the booth and the website. Our next guest is Don McIntosh. He's the director of Amazing Facts Center of Evangelism. Most of you know Don. I'm so thankful for these short-term training schools. As I said before, there is a huge need. It's hard to get a straight comment out of this guy. I don't know if you guys have noticed. There's a huge need for these things. I mean, there really is, folks. I, I, I'm sure there's somebody in here who needs to go to one of these short-term training schools. Souls West, Mission, AFCO. Arise. I'm really delighted to uh, be here in Central. It's really, um, I don't know, enthusing to see what's happening with the GLOW program. Amen. And I just want to tell you, you know, Amazing Facts is so enthused that they decided to have what was called an AFCO to GLOW. Amen. That's the AFCO program glowing. It's like double irradiation to the kingdom of darkness. And, uh, this week, actually, down in Bakersfield, we have a program going on. We just finished the first weekend with Dr. Neil Nedley. And we just put the word out, and there were, you know, scores of people that came from the community to hear Dr. Nedley. Church was packed on Friday night. We have 125 students in, enrolled in the program this week. They're out right now while you're talking about glowing. They're glowing. Amen. And you guys will, of course, transcend that when you leave. But there is still room this week, if you're in the Bakersfield area, to get involved in that program. It's going to be two weekends. The first weekend was done by Weimar with Dr. Nedley. The second weekend will be done with Amazing Facts. And in between, people are knocking on doors, and they're inviting people to various testimonies throughout the week. So if you're thinking, man, this was such a great rally, and I just don't want it to end and you can find your way to Bakersfield, it doesn't have to end today. You can come down there and be a part of that training. It's a little AFCO to go program. We're teaching uh, just some principles. I'm delighted about Arise being here in this conference, and I'm delighted about all the training schools on the left coast. And we need to have as many as possible. Aren't you thankful to live in a time where you can avail yourself to such training? Yes. And uh, so it's a delight to be here. I thank you, Bill, for inviting me. I thank you all. And by the way, if you'd like to come down, let's see who's coming. Dr. David DeRose will be there. Uh, Doug Batchel will be there on the weekend sharing his testimony in Bakersfield. Wes Peppers will share how he overcame cancer and the spiritual resources that helped him with that. We're going to have powerful testimony also on Wednesday night. Rich and Susan Kallenberg, Life After Methamphetamine. These po people were totally, one of them was in jail with a felony, the other one was, should have been in jail with, uh, you know, some, some other charge. And as a result of, they were sitting in the middle of a field one day and they found this house that had a television in it. They began to watch the television and Doug Besser came on. And they said, man, this guy's pretty good. And they began to watch it. Then they went to Taco Bell. Follow the sequence here, I don't know exactly why. But they went to Taco Bell. And when they went to Taco Bell, Doug Batchelor was at Taco Bell. <laughs> Suddenly, everything became crystal clear. 
They were just supposed to go to Taco Bell to meet Doug Batchelor. And Doug Batchelor then gave them some Bible study things to make a long story longer. They were converted and they came uh, into the church. They got baptized. Then they went to Lincoln. And, and where I met them was they heard me preach one day and they told me, we want to bless you. Now, I had just been blessed a couple weeks before that. And I was concerned about how that had to come out. So I was a little leery. That's another story. But to make a long story longer, they, they then said to me, we want you to live in our house rent-free. Because what had happened was they had lost everything. But because their lives were so radically changed by the gospel, when their parents made their wills, they saw that their lives had been radically changed. And they willed everything to these two people. And they went from having nothing to having everything, and now they're using it all for the master. They're going to tell their testimony. They're going to tell their testimony on Wednesday night from meth, a life after meth, defeating the affliction of addiction. So all this week are those testimonies, and then this week in Doug Batch. If you'd like to be a part of it, um, I guess see me afterwards. Um, and we'd love to have you come and be with that, and we're thankful to be here today with the Glow Rally. Thank you. This is the first time Amazing Facts has taken their AFCO to go one week intensive program and done it in the field somewhere instead of back at Amazing Facts. And they've chosen Bakersfield in Central California. So we're really thankful for what Amazing Facts is doing in the field. And we hope that continues and goes into lots of other places in the West. Uh, next is Nelson Ernst. He's going to talk to us about some really interesting things, including a program called Glow All Out. All right, just quickly, somebody solicited me in the back to let you all know. Pick up one of these cards, please. It's for Army Bible Camp. They're out in the foyer on every single table. It's awesome if you want to learn about the Bible. Uh, pick up one of these. It's going to have more information. Okay? All right. Uh, next thing, I have three things to share with you about GLOW. What's new on the horizon? Number one is how many of you guys have heard of a GLOW Advance before? Okay, as Adventists, we have lots of retreats. Amen? But what we need to do sometimes is just get out there and advance the gospel. Amen? And so what we have is a program called Glow Advance. We've already done one of these, which is where we're going to come together on a given Sunday as a team, and we're going to go out and knock on every single door in an entire town, offering them Bible studies and giving them glow literature and offers for, a free, for the evangelistic series that's coming a few weeks later. We've already done this. We knocked out a town and three-quarters of another one with just a handful of people, and uh, it was such a blessing. Do you know what it's like to go out and knock on every single door in a whole town with a little team? I mean, I'll, can you do anything better with your Sunday? No, you can't. Okay. So you want to come to one of these glow advances. Let, let me just tell you right now, okay? So what we're going to do right now, we're passing out some of these little... Um, papers to you, and it's going to have a few things to fill out. Some of them are self-explanatory. We want to get some feedback from you, but one of the things that's on that survey is if you're interested in joining one of these glow advances, sacrificing one of your Sundays to go out and to knock on every door in a whole town with a team, then please mark down your contact information on there, and we'll contact you as soon as we get our next one going, okay? You know, it, it, it's about time that we take our place and not let the Jehovah's Witness take over. Amen? Do you feel me? I'm tired of going door to door and hearing everybody say, are you Mormon or Jehovah's Witness? We need to take back uh, the streets. Amen? Okay, so number one, Glow Advance. Uh, number two is the um, Glow All Out Week. How many of you would like to have free glow literature for your entire church for a whole year? 
Okay? If you're interested in having that happen, anybody in the Pacific Union is open and, and, and eligible to participate in this Glow All Out Week where you can do just that. You can get free literature for your entire church for a whole year. Here's how. Whoever in our whole union passes out the most literature, glow literature, in the one week that's specified on our website, goglow.org, you will win free literature up to 60,000 pieces for your entire church for a whole year. There's also second and third place, okay? So go to goglow.org, and it's going to give you all the specifics. You can't hand it out just any way. We've given you four ways to pass it out. There's a certain way you got to do it. Uh, we're going to be telling all the pastors in Central California Conference, but this is open to other conferences too. So, so get on the ball. I know that we have some avid glowers out here. I know of one woman who passes out 1,000 tracks every week. So by God's grace, we're going to get the message out as fast as we can, and then it's going to make it so that you can get all this free literature for your church too. Amen? If you're excited about participating in that, check out the details. It's at www.goglow.org, and uh, it'll tell you exactly when and where the Glow All Out Week is going to happen and how to participate. Last thing, last year when we had our Glow Rally, we had everybody vote saying which new tract they wanted developed, which new Glow tract they wanted developed. There were three options, and guess what everybody voted as a top one? They wanted to develop a tract on the truth about hell. Hey, is that an important doctrine? Well, I'm going to now unveil the track. Yes. The first one's wrinkled, sorry. This is a combination of two ministries working together. We worked with Amazing Facts on this one. Doesn't it look like Amazing Facts stuff? Yeah, you'll look at it, you'll see it. We're going to have these as soon as our, our seminar is done. We're going to have these available at the Glow booth. New tracks on the truth about hell. They're five panels long, and they have pictures. Ah, I better hear some ooze out there. Good. Okay. And uh, we just wanted to make those available for everybody because we need to vindicate God's character. Amen? We need to let people know that he's not going to burn them in hell forever. He is a just God. So um, those tracks are going to be available, and we'll have them out at the Glow booth afterwards. I think that was about the last thing that I had to say. By the way, we're picking up these tracks, and uh, not just going to be passing them out ourselves when we just go everywhere after the rally's done, but afterwards in the youth room, as you'll notice in your program, for those who are interested, we're going to lead a door-to-door team. We're going to go out for exactly an hour. We're going to go out, take some surveys, pass out Glow literature right here in the local area, um, and we're going to meet in the youth room afterwards. That's all in your bulletin. So... Um, I'll place this back. So you can look at it. <laughs> and uh, you can get some of those at our, at our booth afterwards. Thank you. How many of you, by a show of hands, have kids that have come to this Glow Rally today? Woo! We've had an awesome program coming up, kids. We've had an awesome program. All day long, they've been learning about the 12 disciples, I believe, and how, you know, Jesus called the 12 disciples, and he has called each and every one of you. And so, praise the Lord, the kids want to come, and they want to share with you a memory verse that they learned today, as well as a really special song. So I think you guys will appreciate this. They're just going to come right here and fill the stage on the bottom area. Look at all those little glowers. You guys know, I went out, actually, how many of you guys went to a Christmas tree lane this year? 
Anyone? I went to Christmas Tree Lane here in Fresno, and I took one of these little ones with me, um, Mia or Maya, from the Clovis Church, and I just said, let's go glow people. So I had her right by my side holding her hand, and she just ran up to people. It was so cute. She'd just come up and she'd say, Merry Christmas. And there, she gave him a glow tract. We got out hundreds of pieces of glow just by one little girl sharing with the people around her. Praise the Lord. We've had an awesome program. And Don Pierre was... Oh, we've been so privileged to have Dawn here helping us with our children's program today. Amen? She's been helping keep everyone in line. And what, what have they learned today? What are some things that you covered, just a few, few things before they do their memory verse that you can share with the parents? You know, we have had such a wonderful time. I'm so blessed that, that these little ones came today. And what we've learned is we've learned about the disciples and how Jesus calls every one of us. And we need to be ready to hear his voice and to go and and to not look back. Amen. And they have been so excited. And it's just been such a wonderful blessing to have each one of them. Thank you for bringing them. I really think that this is a great group of kids. Amen. It's, it's been awesome. Right in front of you is the army of the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I think you guys have what? A, a, we have a, song a memory verse and, and a, memory a song. Verse. All right, let's do the memory verse and then the song. How about that? Are you guys ready for the memory verse? Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Love. Yeah. Love. And then as far as I know, they have a song that we they'd like to song. sing for you as well. Are you guys well. ready? You ready? Yes. Yeah. You can go back to your area. Wasn't that a blessing? Love to see our young glowers. May we raise them in the fear of the Lord and in the boldness of ministry. (laughs) How was that song? Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Wow, this track looks really good. Right when Nelson was holding it up and he said, that looks like amazing fact stuff, doesn't it? I thought, looks like a postage stamp from back there where I was standing. But up close, it looks really good. And um, this is, a, a, I can't wait to read it, in fact. But to me, this is a doctrine that was absolutely, the truth about hell was absolutely determinative in my personal acceptance of the gospel and of Jesus Christ. 
Anyone else here, anyone else here was a convert to Adventism? And when you learn the truth about hell, that played a crucial role in the credibility that the Bible had with you. A absolutely. So thrilling, absolutely thrilling. I want to close. They've asked me to give a bit of a charge, which I'm happy to do. So go with me, if you would, to, to 2 Corinthians. We sort of looked at this passage, and I want to go back there and wrap up Paul's line of reasoning there. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and we've already looked at this in, in verse 6, where Paul says, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our where? Who remembers? In our hearts. That's exactly right. To give us the, who remembers? Light of the, who remembers? Knowledge of the glory or the character of God. And where do we find that light of the knowledge of the character of God? In the face of Jesus. Now look at this in verse 7. But we have this treasure. Now, let's ask the question. In context, what is this treasure? Okay, in the context, what is this treasure? It's the light of the knowledge of the character of God. In other words, who God is. So Paul says we have this treasure. What treasure, Paul? The treasure, the knowledge of who God is and of his interactions with humanity in earthen vessels, literally jars of clay. And then he tells, he tells us the significance of this, that the excellence and power may be of what? God and not of us. And I love that. Every one of us in this room has weaknesses, has inconsistencies, has failures, has hypocrisies. Whenever someone says to me, oh, I can't go to church, there's too many hypocrites there. My response is, well, if you came, there would be just one more. <laughs> Let's not pretend that, that we don't have inconsistencies or hypocrisies or failures in our experience. But the point is this. God is bringing us from A to B and from B to C and from C to D. God is changing us into the men and women he wants us to be. Amen? And while we're in that transition, while we're in that process, while we are but earthen vessels or jars of clay, we don't present ourselves, we present the treasure that is in us, and that treasure is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Put very simply, you don't have to be perfect to proclaim a perfect Savior. You don't have to be perfect to proclaim a perfect Savior. In the book Cole Porter Ministry on page 5, Ellen White writes these two paragraphs. She says, The world is to receive the light of truth through an evangelizing ministry of the Word in our books and periodicals. What she's saying here is that one of the chiefest ways, one of the main ways that people are going to come to know the light of the knowledge of the glory of God is through literature. Is through what, everyone? Literature, literature second quotation. From our books and papers, and I might add, and glow tracks, bright beams of light are to shine forth to enlighten the world in regard to present truth. The world is dark through a misapprehension of God's character. Can you say amen? One of the major misapprehensions of the character of God is the truth about the non-eternality of hell. And so I'm thrilled that in the coming year we have a brand new track that we can share that will steer people toward the truth, 
truthfulness and the beauty of the character of God in the context of the final punishment of the wicked. Can you say amen? But the truth of the matter is, is that that is just part of the whole puzzle that God has committed to us as Seventh-day Adventists. Ellen White would, would speak frequently and write frequently of what she called the system of truth. The whole system of truth, she said, that was unfolded in the discovery of the sanctuary, the Sabbath, the fulfillment of the 2300-day prophecy, and the soon second coming of Jesus. The system of truth. The what, everyone? What she means by that is there is a holistic picture that God has committed to Seventh-day Adventists, a biblical picture, a compelling picture, a robust picture that informs us as to who God is and how He is interacting with humanity. And beloved, when we bring elements or portions or in some instances all of that system of truth to people, it can bring light to their experience and light to their world. If you think about it, there are people in the world that are children of light. The Apostle Paul says, you are children of light. Jesus says, walk in the light while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. And it is also true that there are people that are living in total darkness. Amen? But there's a third group that we don't often talk about, and that is those that are living in what I will call dimness. Dimness. Those of us that are in this room, by the grace of God, are children of the light. Can you say amen? amen? And then we freely admit that there are people who are living in outright rebellion against God, who have no interest in God, who are totally in rebellion against God and His character and His law and His government. But then there is a much larger group of people, a much larger swath of humanity that are living probably in what would be more accurately described as dimness. That is to say that they have a picture of God, they have a... a an awareness of God. They have a, a passion for a God that they hope is there. And every one of us at some level and in some way and to some degree is aware that we are sons and daughters of God. That's why the Bible can say things like, Jesus Christ is the light that lights every man that comes into the world. Titus 2.14, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 2 that the Gentiles who do not have the law can have the law of God written, does anyone know? on their heart. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11 that God has put eternity into the hearts of men. There are so many evidences in Scripture, both scriptural and experiential, that communicate to us that God has revealed to us that we are the sons and daughters of God. And so what we are doing is not just bringing people out of darkness, but the tracks, the testimonies, the preaching, the books, the sermons, the DVDs, the materials that we share are also bringing people out of dimness. Beloved, there are people out there in the words of Ellen White that are looking wistfully to heaven. They're not in total darkness. Neither are they in light. They're in dimness. These are the people that we are after. We are after the people who are looking for the truth about the character of God. And do we have a message, yes or no? We don't have a message. We have the message. Ellen White says it is as sure that we have the truth as that God lives. It is as sure that we have the truth as that God lives lives. So my appeal to you for the coming year and my charge to you for the coming year and frankly for the rest of your life is that you will walk as a child of light and that you will be through your literature distributions, through your personal testimony and through any and every means available to you, calling people out of darkness, yes, but also out of dimness, bringing them into a better and truer and more biblical perspective and picture of who God is. Amen. Nelson told me that there are approximately 700 people here, and they have a goal this year in the Central California Conference. How many of us here are Central California Conference people? That's going to be most of us, right? They have a goal here in the Central California Conference to try and distribute one million glow tracks in the year 2010. Now, that sounds ambitious. Frankly, I think it's a, it's a small number. 
And, and the reason I'm not just being, I'm not just speaking here with, with you know, hyperbole. Let me explain to you why I think it's a, a small number. A million is only a thousand thousands. Right? That's it. That's a million. So if a thousand, we have approximately 700 people here. Right? And so this is, how many people are in the Central California Conference? That's like 24, 25,000. Right? So just here we have about 700 people. If every person in this room gave out four pieces of literature for every day of this coming year, just four pieces of literature, an average of four pieces of literature, four glow tracks for the coming year, that's 1,022,000, right? So we're talking about the whole conference giving out a million, a thousand thousands is far too small. So I think it would be extremely powerful if here with just our small group, our 700, right, our little Gideon's band, with our 700, if we would say, by the grace of God, I want to commit to distributing not less than four pieces of literature every day for the coming year. That's basically, a th- it's just over a thousand pieces of literature. So I want to make a very special appeal for people who want to respond to that. For people who want to say, by the grace of God, I want to be committed to that. To distributing by the grace of God. It doesn't have to be just glow tracks either. It could be any kind of literature. But, but they're so great. Right? Because they're inexpensive. Your church buys them anyway, so game on. Right? So I want to make, at, at the instigation and, and encouragement of Nelson, and I think it's totally appropriate, to make an appeal, a special appeal, for people who say, by the grace of God, I am committed to distributing more than a thousand pieces of literature in this coming year. And I just wonder if there's any people that want to respond to that appeal publicly. Is there anybody that wants to respond to that? Okay, I'm going to ask you to stand if you want to respond to that appeal. That's a very specific appeal. By the grace of God, distributing more than a thousand pieces of literature. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we are unworthy and... Without you, we would be unsaved. And yet we have been called out of darkness into this marvelous light. And Father, the light is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. And we find that light in the face of Jesus. Father, the whole doctrinal package that you have committed to us as Seventh-day Adventists, the whole system of truth is one truth. It's a truth about the character of God your character, and your interactions with humanity. Father, as we have been called out of darkness into marvelous light, it is our desire to see others brought into this light, not for our glory, but for your glory. Father, that you might gain an inheritance, as Paul said, among the saints. Because, Father, in this grand thing called salvation, we both get what we want. We get the God our heart longs for, and you get the sons and daughters that you made in your image. And so, Father, you are our inheritance, and we are yours. Help us to bring others to you. Help us in literature distribution, in the telling of our testimony, in the reaching out to others to be bringing light to a dark world. Father, in the very beginning, you spoke and said, let there be light. And we have every reason to believe that you have been here today saying in this context, let there be light. And Father, we stand to our feet because we want to be that light. We want to be that light 
shining and glowing. Help us, Father, not just to have this be a ceremony or an activity or an exercise, but may this be the commitment of our souls to bringing the light of the knowledge of the glory of God to a world steeped in both darkness and dimness. Help us to this end, Father. Send the Spirit with us and make us powerful men and women, men and women after your own heart, is our prayer in Jesus' name. Let all of God's literature evangelists say, Amen. Amen. Amen.